Hi, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. It's been exactly a year since the last podcast, and I am so excited to come back and revisit the podcast and create a new platform. And my guest today is Natalie Mirasola, who is a health and mindset coach. And before Natalie says hello to you all, I do want to share a little bit about my own personal journey. Um, I used to be thin many, many decades ago. And then through circumstances and age, I packed on a good 45, maybe sometimes at one point could be 60 pounds during this time. And I did everything that I could. I think I've been on every single diet that exists, no joke. And then it was in 2020, it was, yeah, it was about 2020 in July. I was carrying my my grandson up a dune and I could hardly breathe. And I realized, oh God, this has got to change. I want to be around for these kids. I I need to be able to breathe. I need to be able to be physically active. I cannot be carrying all this weight for my heart. It is awful. So I made a choice to start, but I hadn't really committed. And that is when in January of 2021, my girlfriend said to me, look no further. I have someone for you. My girlfriend is an MD at a New York hospital. And she said, stop, Ellie, just stop, call Natalie and do whatever Natalie tells you and stop resisting. And so today my guest is my health coach, my health and mindset coach. And many of you also know me as mind person. So yeah, we also need coaches also, no matter who we are. So welcome, 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 Natalie, to the podcast. And please share a little bit with our listeners how you got on this journey and where you're at now. Sure. I'm so excited to be here with you today, Ellie. Thank you so much for having me on. So a little backstory of me is, you know, I have um, my master's degree in, in, you know, behavioral science, and I have worked for many years in the behavioral field, specifically with um, with children and, and young adults. And I practiced that for 15 years, but I knew that there was something more, right? I was seeking more. I was, I was done with that area of my life. And I think we all should be looking for the, the next thing to level up in our life, right? Um, generally never feeling like you're finished, right? And, and that's how I felt in those moments. So bring us back there about 15 years I practiced. And then I, you know, was seeking health and wellness myself, always into um, that world for a very, very long time. And I actually took my health to the next level about five years ago. And it was in that creation of creating my future self that I was able to not only master the health component, but the mindset component as well, which came so, so easily to me because it's something I practiced for so long. And then I started to really dive into helping others in that area. And here we are today, five years later, I've worked with thousands and thousands of clients, um, not only working towards their future self, 
their future mindset, but also getting them to really feel comfort in their skin and be on this earth for much longer while healing, healing the inside. That is so beautiful. And you just touched upon something that is really important to me. In my work with clients, I I create something called quantum leaping. And one of the biggest things about quantum leaping is the created future self. And that includes not just what we're doing on the planet and who we are going to become and what service we're going to do. It's also the mind body component. And so I would love to address some of that with you because we know scientifically that when we alter the way that we look on the outside, things change for us on the inside and it goes vice versa. The moment that we begin changing on the inside, we start changing on the outside. So can you talk a little bit about that and especially even talk about some of our subconscious and conscious beliefs? You know, we had a little pre-conversation a few moments ago and. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, the mind comes first in, in anything that we do in life. And what I generally love to start my clients off with an activity in the morning is creating a list of many I am statements, right? So if we start um, acting in the future and leading in the now, right? It's a great saying. Generally what happens is we can start to subconsciously start showing up as that future self, right? So generally if you sit down each morning and you take out a notepad and you write five I am statements. I am healthy. I am in control. I am heart healthy. I have energy. That is your future self. Picture her, picture him, envision it. What are they wearing? Who's surrounding them? What season is it? Really, really create your future self. And then wake up each morning with those I am statements. And they could be different each day, adding on to who that future self is. But start acting as your future self now, right? So specifically, another example, if you want to become a marathon runner in life, right? So if you start identifying now as that marathon runner, even if you haven't ran, you know, half a mile yet and, and practice that, you'll start showing up as that runner. Right. So the subconscious is a really wild, wild thing that I love to work through with my clients. Another area of that is a lot of clients that come to me generally, they've self-sabotaged their entire life. Maybe they've been obese or morbidly over, you know, morbidly overweight um, for some time or, or subconsciously that's 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 their identity, right? And and they've also paired that with something. So you know, um, overweight and funny, overweight and a giver, overweight and, you know, um, a yes person. That's, that is their identity. So, you know, subconsciously, when you identify that for, for most of your adult life or for many, many years, when you come to me and I try to take you and place you into your future self. Yeah. And work. we do work. Yeah. Uh, this is brilliant. I mean, this is, this is, it's really the, the basic truth of everything. I mean, we even know from science that 
um, athletes who who envision themselves can perform after tests that were done. They perform the same as if they'd actually done it, and it was only done through visualization. And their level, their scores are just as high. But you just said two things that I thought were very interesting that I had not. I admit I had not heard it before. Um, and one of those things was um, pairing the overweight with a subconscious belief and then to identify that. I mean, yeah, sure. I always knew, yeah, there are things that we that are subconsciously blocking us. Only now that you said it in those words, I was able to identify, wow, I have a pairing. I created a pairing and I created my pairing right after my divorce. And so that was the beginning of the process of overweight. And it was overweight equals safe. Mm -hmm. And that was a really big pairing and um, yeah. true confession right now. Um, oh boy, true confessions, true confessions. Um, I had been able to maintain the the weight that I had said I wanted to be for, oh, I'm going to say close to 10 months. And then there was an incident in my life. Something happened, which, you know, triggered some old subconscious belief. And it was just, ah, put on those pounds again. And so I did. I put on the extra 10 pounds because it was overweight and safe. And so then I was like, okay, we got to stop this. All right, we got to stop this. This is not the future self. This is not who I want to be right now. So um, yeah. it's it's almost great. Yeah, really great, Natalie. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's almost sometimes a painful experience. And, and it's good to bring up those emotions because yeah, we're we're almost killing off that identity. And that is very difficult for a lot. It's an emotional process. But if if we're able to take the old self and, you know, put it put it where it needs to go and that's away forever, we we can grow into our future self. We can create a new identity. Oh, absolutely. I just want to, I have to share this too, because I mean, you have countless success stories. And so only I want to, you know, I don't know these, your success stories, but I do know one success story of someone that I introduced to you and she came in, she must've been about what, 60, 65 pounds overweight. I don't recall. And through working with you, not only was she able to release all of that weight, but she stepped into a new profession. She stepped into an act. She stepped into, into who she who she was and more. And so now not only is she an inspiration to other people in terms of her health and taking on her health and her wellness, she's also an inspiration to people about taking on what is possible when we step into new careers and new paths so that we can transcend the old and make those differences and make the ripple effects to help other people. And you were, you were so pivotal in that in that transformation for her. Yes, yes. And it could, uh, it, it brings a tear to my eye because I get, I, I'm blessed to watch this happen each and every day with so many different clients, right? But what started to happen as we work through the mindset, as we, was we dug deeper alongside getting the body healthy and creating new micro habits that eventually become embedded in you by the time that you're done we're able to now 
take the old self, put it away on a shelf and create a new identity. So the new identity is her future self, now her actual self. And she's able to walk through her life with confidence, with conviction, with a new identity. And that played an integral part in her releasing the old self job maybe where where her old identity lived and stepping into her actual self now in her new position in her a completely different career and thriving yeah. so it's, it's an incredible in circle of life there right with the old yeah. self the future self and the actual self yeah. yeah 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 so um tell me a little bit more about what happens what do you do when when people come and they have these plateaus and they're not moving forward. And what advice can you give them? Because you've got a solid nutritional plan for them. So what happens then? Well, generally we have to look at the habits, right? So when when we first start any any health program, any nutrition program, generally our pain point is so high, right? Um, and we'll, we're willing to do anything to change that, whether the pain point's coming from a bad script of health from the doctor or the pain point is from an emotional standpoint. We all have pain points that we walk into this with. And it's the pain points that actually drives you forward. It's not motivation. Motivation happens once you get going and you start seeing that scale in your body change and you're starting to get healthy. That That's when the motivation starts. But generally what happens is, as you start to get healthy and we're working together and we're reducing that body fat percentage, getting that, you know, weight fat around your heart off and changing habits, the pain point starts to decrease, right? So it's wild. You got to pay attention there. I see it every day. And as the pain point starts to decrease, the old self tries to creep back in slowly, right? And tries okay. to pull you back to the other direction. And, and all of a sudden these old habits that didn't serve you start to find you again. So it's within those, and I love when that happens because nobody's journey needs to be perfect. It's within those moments that we learn more about ourselves to be able to catapult forward into our future self. So there's no such thing as a plateau, right? So it's either your old self is coming back and habits are, are tripping and we're, we're not really focused on it or we don't want to pay attention to it or we don't want to identify it or your body, your body fat percentage and your weight is decreasing, right? So maybe um, let's just say somebody was calorie counting or macro counting. As your body fat starts to decrease, you don't need the same amount of macros that you once needed when you were at a higher percentage, right? So I guess my advice to whoever is listening today is you got to look at two things. You got to look at, is your old self coming back? Are you doing little things that you don't even realize that were so habitual in your past that they're there's you're subconsciously just doing them or two have you lost uh, a good amount of weight at this point 10 20 pounds and do you need to go back and look at your macros and your and your caloric intake to you know really see if you're still in a deficit of where you need to go mm, brilliant i love the idea of the old self coming back because that just doesn't apply to weight and health it's it's everything especially when i'm when i personally also i'm working with new clients and they're in they're in a position where now their future self is taking on new experiences and the old self sabotages them through illness or breaking an ankle or you know i mean you've seen it all right i'm sure you've seen the same thing so someone will uh get sick or they'll well, what hurt themselves physically so that it takes them out of their game. We, I'm sure you've seen it all. 
anything will take you out of your game, right? And it's again within the the mindset work that you're doing that's actually going to take you, you know, away from that old self. I mean, it's there's there's no emotions attached to habits, right? Um, think about it. Like think about the automatic habit of when someone calls your name, you look over your shoulder, right? That's that's an automatic habit. There's no emotion attached to that. When you're pulling out of your driveway and you know you're putting your car in reverse and, and looking over your shoulder to make sure you're not hitting anything, like automatic. That's that's a habit you've created over many years of your life, right? They're automatic. There's no emotion attached to that. So what we work with, uh, or I work with with my clients is creating new automatic habits, right? So eventually you're first you create your habits and then your habits create you. They just become a part of you. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, this is changing the subject a little bit, but somebody recently said to me, Oh, Ellie, I'm so excited. It's eating season. And like, what? What's eating season? Um, and oh, that's between Thanksgiving and New Year's. It's eating season. And I thought, oh God, I got to talk to Natalie about eating season. Isn't it always eating season? <laughs> it, right, right. And that's, you know, again, just to touch on that, but that's, this is what I teach my clients, right? We, we need to change the mindset of we're, we're on this earth to eat, to live. We shouldn't be living to eat. Right. So eating season to me is living to eat and, um, all the things, but again, that is a subconscious thought or, you know, somewhere somebody had told them that, or they've been taught that through, you know, many decades of their life, maybe through heritage and family and traditions that it's eating season. So again, what happens is you start to create automatic habits and maybe they pop up starting in November that it's eating season. So subconsciously, when you think it's eating season, you're just going to go off the rails, right? And and how are we getting you back off? So (laughs) self-control and um, really changing that thought process to say, no matter if it's a Tuesday, a holiday, a birthday, the summer, a vacation, right? There's always going to be something in our lives. And Yes, beautiful. Go enjoy it. Go celebrate it. But let's focus more on our environment, the people that we're there to celebrate with versus, you know, using food as a tool to fill all emotions in in our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Natalie, um, anything that we're missing over here? Um, I know that you've got tons of topics to talk about, especially, um, with your background in behavioral sciences and, and behavior modification. So what do you do to keep your clients on track? So generally what I do to keep them on track is, is a community, right? So community is so partnership, community coaching. It's so important. And right. Like as you started this call, I love that you said that, that, you know, even, even a coach needs a coach. Everybody needs somebody in life. Nobody should be going at anything alone, right? Think of athletes. They have coaches, uh, students, they have teachers, right? Um, if you're in entrepreneurship, you have a mentor, that's a coach. So everyone is generally paired with someone that's very successful in, in a goal that they set for themselves because you're able to have that accountability component, right? And what does accountability do for you? Accountability gives you a little more oomph to say, I'm not only doing this for me, I'm doing this for, for my coach and the team. And I'm going to wake up and I'm going to work on those micro habits. But, you know, generally 
if you, it takes about 60 days to create a new habit. Mm. Um, so science says, right. So if you're able to, you know, print out a calendar for yourself and write down three new habits that you want to create in your health or your life, whether that be business, you know, mindset, health, write those down and, and try to track that for the next 60 days and, and never allowing your old self to come back and really waking up as your future self. And working on those small, I guarantee you by the end of the 60 days, they will be so embedded in you. They will be a part of you and you will, you will do no differently because it's something that you've consistently done, right? Consistency is the igniter of all momentum. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Right. And for people then who do not have this, uh, some people are really great at being consistent and they're just naturally able to follow through. And other people have they struggle with consistency and then they struggle with, so they need, and and I say this, they need support Mm -hmm. and they, in order to have that future self come out, you know, they've got to get past, this is my, again, they've got to get over themselves and their belief system that, oh, I've got to do it alone or I can't get help or it's too expensive when I don't have the time. It's the money, the time. I mean, there's always an excuse. And then they try look to put it off to a someday or a one day, which we know is not on the calendar. Ha ha, that joke. And so um, what do you tell people when they come to you and they're I let's, you know, ah, uh, with their in business, we call it their objections. So they want it, they want it, but they're at the same time, they're, they have all these multiple objections. So just really quickly, let's spend a minute on that, you know, cause I, yeah. Great questions today. This is, um, this is an awesome call. So, you know, generally objections come from, they're either fear-based or, you know, it's again, releasing the old self, right? So a lot of times I'll see somebody who's not consistent, but placing blame elsewhere. Right. So it's a blame game. Um, it was Mm -hmm. my environment. It was the food pushers. It was the alcohol pushers. It was a holiday. It was a Tuesday. Right. So instead of taking radical responsibility for, for their choices or their outcomes, they're, they're placing blame elsewhere because if they place blame elsewhere, and they and they're failing. They're they're not the failure. the The circumstances are the failure, right? So one thing I teach is taking radical responsibility and going into any environment, advocating for yourself and your needs, right? So, no, I'm okay. I I'm I'm going to pass on that, or you know, actually showing up and leading from the front because you'd be surprised. You could probably influence an entire room with your new habits, right? So that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, generally consistency is lack of consistency is a roadblock in, I think the belief subconsciously that they're actually going to get to where they want to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, you can't envision your future self or you're coming into any program with, I need a quick fix. And they're just focused on that quick 10 pounds all of your old self is going to start coming back, right? Instead of envisioning the future self and how that person's going to act. And as far as like hiring a coach in your life and and thinking about the financial end of things, right? I always go back to think about women, right? They go get their hair done. They go get their nails done. They go um, maybe go buy a new sweater. When all of that is secondary to your, all that means nothing if we're, if we're not in good health standing, right? How's the heart, how's the fat around your heart? You know, how are you moving around? How's your energy? How's your quality of life? So 
I love to take people and really awaken them to, we shouldn't be sleepwalking through life. We need to be living life and looking yeah. at any financial, I think, investment in, in hiring a coach in any area of your life of what is the outcome you're looking to achieve and what's, what's the price tag you're putting elsewhere to try to fill, I think, that need of, of self-worthiness mm-hmm. when really um, it starts with you. Yeah, absolutely. So beautiful. Um, wow. That's, there's a lot here for people to process and to think about. And so if they want to reach out, where can they find you? And of course they'll find you on the link that I'm going to put on under the podcast. Only what can they, where can they find you? I'm on so many different platforms. You can find me on Instagram I'm under um, at Health Yourself with Nat on Facebook. You can just research Natalie Mirasola. And um, I'm also on TikTok, you know, under um, at Health Yourself with Nat. I'm trying to think of other platforms I'm on. I'm, I'm everywhere. I have a, a blog going right now, threeboysandadog.net, really focused on, you know, the chaos of being a mama of three and winning at that chaos. So. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Love to share that also. So if you'll send that to me, that and I can share it with uh, people who read my newsletter also. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, awesome. Natalie, I know this was a short call. Only I also know that you're an extremely busy woman and that this call, these few minutes were so packed with powerful and important information that the rest would just be talk in words. So I'm going to encourage people to go back and listen to this again and again and take the nuggets from this and then start running with it. And for mindset coaching to begin, whether it's physical or mental, please reach out to Natalie for health and wellness. And of course, you can always reach out to me for other things. All right, Natalie, I love you. I am so thankful and appreciative that you were here with me today. Is there anything that you want to share before I say bye? We say bye. Yeah. Listen, Ellie, um, I agree. This has been a jam packed call. It's been fun. I'd love to do this again. It's, you know, it's a passion of mine to just talk about this all day. Right. So yeah, I mean, encourage them to listen to it again, pull out the golden nuggets that really, you know, hit your heart and maybe start there. Um, as far as, you know, some, some takeaways that you want to start implementing in your own life. And, you know, I'd love to love to do this again. We will. We will. This is the beginning of a few, many. All right. I love you, Natalie. You've been very important in my life and still are. So many, many blessings. Happy Thanksgiving and much love to you and the family. Talk soon. Okay.